Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Paco! Grab your friends, it's that time Come again! Get. Listen to the show with a phone in the band! It's Paco! Paco! Oh yeah! Paco! And welcome to the 285th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host, Bosephus and Mr. Maximus. And we're here, of course, like I just said, to bring you the Puckle Podcast. Puckle stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that Bosephus came up with in 2007. And (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's part of the joke, Bo. It's part of the joke. Just let it happen. You know, what I, you know, it's also part of the joke that I also recently had an epiphany about. What? We call our listeners Puckalonians when we should yeah. really just call them champions. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late to change it now. <laughs> like, like that's part of the name. But we're League <laughs> shut of up, Champions. We're, we are shut League up, of Champions. Our, our listeners must be champions. That's a quality <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Bo? You know what? You're you're asking too much. Welcome if you're new. This is a podcast where we talk about everything Pokemon. And welcome back if you're old. We appreciate you uh, your continued patronage. And if you're middle aged, uh, go screw off. <laughs> and if you're and if you're like I'm kind of new, but I'm not, uh, then figure out what you are. Um, but uh, <laughs> this is as always the Puckle Podcast where we say nonsensical things all day. Um, I'm back, by the way. Uh, Last week I was not here. I keep forgetting that because I I keep forgetting because everybody's been asking me about the uh, the Mega Metagross ban on uh, on on uh, Smogon, and I consist I consistently just forget about it all the time because I'm like, yeah, I just talked about it on the show. It's probably got another week to go, but no, they're voting right now. Like uh, as we're recording, they're voting for this. So uh, hopefully next week we find out whether or not it got banned. Um, I, I well, we should know next week. But um, you know yeah, awesome? you know what's awesome about that whole system is there's hmm. like a senate of of people just on their computers in random places across the world yeah. that like don't mean anything else anywhere else, but on Smogon they make that decision. Yep, and that's like a, hmm. 
that's so cool. Like, I it, think, it's a, I think it's really interesting. So yeah, cool. it's just so many people. They could all have different trades, different, uh, you know, jobs, lifestyles. Some could be like some guy that's been working at a factory for thirty years, and some could be like a high school kid, whatever. It's mostly the latter. And their uh, vote matters on that. Yeah, well, right. It's right. mostly the latter because the only it, people it, that have it, enough time right, to play right. 70 games and get wrecked are probably these high school the same, students. None of them go to the same high school, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. You know, you know it's, it's, it's a network. That's what I like about it. It's, yeah, it's like it's, it's the internet or something. don't know each other. They're like, well, not like us because we know each other because we've met. <laughs> I mean, know. yeah, that's just because we, we like hanging out with each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, anyway. Sorry. Yeah. Moving, moving on. Uh, I, I want to ask you guys what you've been up to in Pokemon lately. I know Bo's got stories, so I'll let I, you start. Okay, I got stories. So similarly to what I did like two or three years ago, um, I've started uh, a deck series circuit in the trading card game, specifically. Um, Pokemon base set to the end of Neo, so Neo Revelations, so right before the e-reader sets. Um, and with these cards, I'm building decks based on all the battles of red and blue. Um, I've got, uh, let's see, a Mountain Moon Team Rocket deck, a TM-28, so the rocket that you fight to get dig, a uh, Game Corner Rocket deck, and, uh, oh, a, uh, Silphco rocket deck right here in my possession or in my reach. And of course I'm not going to make one for every single battle because that would be ridiculous, but at least like every location kind of. And I yeah. have the first two gym leaders cause so I have like Brock's deck and Misty's deck that I built up. And, um, I plan on like, I, my friends and I did this a couple years ago and it was a ton of fun. Like that's how I taught them all how to play Pokemon cards. And so I'm going to do that again this summer, but I want to like finish my circuit and have everything all the way up to Giovanni and then maybe make like elite four decks where I just go hog wild and make the best decks I can. So I, I don't know. Anyway, that's just what I've been up to. Anyway, you know, I'm a huge gen one so that's why I'm like gen one this really hard. But... <laughs> gen one real hard. <laughs> real hard. But I also play... Uh, I'm playing X and Y to complete that Pokedex right now. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the other thing I'm doing. Um, I want to make like a uh, complete Pokedex in every generation, like Professor Snag, like I've said on every episode that I've been on so far. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what I've been up to. That's good. I mean, what about you, Maximus? What have you been up to? Actually, I've been getting back in the Pokemon a lot more lately, especially, well, at least more on the card side. I've always been on the video game side. Active, I think that, but. I think a lot of people have just been finding the cards recently. Like no joke. It's just, a, I, I mean, I, I wasn't, I never left it per se, but like I've been coming back a lot recently. Mm -hmm. Like I bought more packs like before this week, I've only bought maybe two sun and moon packs before oh, really? this week. Mm -hmm. And recently I just bought like maybe 15. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Got some cool cards out of it. it the Sun and Moon set's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really, I really like the Sun and Moon set and the Guardian Rising sets. I think they look really good, and uh, a lot of the cards in them are useful. A lot of the cards in them are useful. 
It's Ooh, it's yeah. not like it's not like Roaring Skies where like every pack has something that's competitively viable. But <laughs> it's like it. I mean, there's a lot of good cards in those sets, in my opinion. And I just trying to see what works, what's new. Like I'm still trying to learn different cards. There's to this day there are still cards from even old sets that I mm-hmm. haven't seen before. And just trying to learn how to go against them, what's good now, what doesn't work. It's just a process, but it's a fun process. Yeah, I mean that's that's Pokemon, right? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, well, like, are you are you trying to build any decks specifically or anything? Oh, not right now. I just want to collect. The, usually, I collect mm-hmm. a lot, and then I see what I have. And yeah. Usually someone will point out to me, "Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good." And then I'll build off of that. That sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right. I'm. I'm super excited. Like, uh, I don't know. We have, oh yeah, I get to do like my, my, uh, my weekly PuckoCon like is happening update because I get asked this in the Discord server all the time. When is PuckoCon? Where is PuckoCon? What is PuckoCon? And it's just like, do you not listen to the show? (laughs) (laughs) So, so I'm going to say it right now, uh, right now, right at the beginning. So people pay attention. PuckleCon is our annual get-together where we just get together, we have a blast. We used to have it in conjunction with Pokemon Nationals, but for uh, for things that I want to discuss later on in the, in the new segment, um, and also for personal reasons such that I will not be available to go to Nationals. Oh, we just lost Bo. Uh, I am going to be having, uh, we're going to be doing PuckleCon at uh, in Columbus, Ohio this year from July 21st to the 23rd. Uh, most of the events will be taking place on, on the 22nd and the 23rd at, uh, the guard tower in Columbus, Ohio. So that's where it is. That's when it is. That's what it is. Uh, we, we are hosting tournaments. I don't know if it's on Pokemon.com yet. I will double check for you guys. Um, because it, it is going to be a sanctioned event and we're just going to be hanging out and having some fun. So, uh, I, I, I have a good time at it. I know Maximus has been to the past two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, They've been a blast. I've been to one. Bo's been to one, and I mean, but the I think I think last year was a really good time too. Both of them were really good though. I had I had a blast. The first one was a lot of fun because we were all just in Indianapolis, kind of wandering around for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, it I mean, just hanging out though in Indianapolis was a lot of fun too. And PuckleCon Civil War was pretty good too. Oh man, I wish we. I really I had some ideas for like some pictures for that, and now it's just not relevant. <laughs> you know because. <laughs> It's just because Civil War is not out, but it would have been really funny to have like Team Thatch and Team Jushiro, like especially at the time oh. because those were like the only two podcasts that we had, and That's now funny. we have like we I, have I like was way talking more. Talking about you and I and Ethan, but oh, but, oh. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to uh, last year. I, no, last year Jushiro and I were talking about doing like a bunch but, of photos of like yours makes of, more sense. Of Puckle Civil War, where like it's Team Jushiro versus Team Thatch, because like he was he, he was just hosting another Puckle podcast, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, at right. the time, and that was the only other one we had, and so it would have been pretty hilarious. So I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I have a good time whenever you guys are around, anyway. But I I really like doing PuckleCon because you get to meet some people that like typically wouldn't come out. Like Bo and I got together a couple months ago and just hung out, right? Um, right. And I, just, I said before the show that I'm spending. Um, basically two of my three weeks vacation that I get <laughs> my job, uh, with him. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> flattered. <laughs> I'm flattered. See, but, uh, but it's like, there's, mm-hmm. this is my, this is my hobby. This is what I do. Like, oh yeah. This is my hobby time. too. Yeah. This is 
Well, you, of course. You, what else do you have time for? I mean, um, I also bowl occasionally. Every week, you bowl. Yeah, I'm really good. <laughs> I'm like really good. My uh, my cousin, uh, my second cousin. Well, he's he's my cousin. Whatever. My cousin just bowled his first perfect game. Actually. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. He's, he's fifteen. Ooh. Yeah. I've he's never bowled a perfect a game. He's awesome. Well, it takes. I mean, years and years and. It takes luck. Like constant practice to, yeah. to be able to get there. Yeah, but, the most I've ever done yeah. is four in a row. He's he's been in league since he was. I've like done seven. I've done fourteen in a row before. I got I did fourteen in a row before, but they were in two separate games. Uh, yeah, no, I used to bowl a lot, man. I still bowl every once in a while, but not as often as I like. But, uh, uh, but let's let's stop talking. Anyway, anyway, uh, Pokemon. let's <laughs> let's talk about Pokemon. Well, that's a good t- stopping point. Uh, Pokemon wise, for me, I've just been playing some Showdown, getting ready for the next Battle Cast, um, which kind of has a release schedule, but not really right now. Um, it's kind of just been like whenever in the month, Shamu and I have like finished honing ourselves in a meta, we record it and then we put it up. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, that's uh, it's, it's coming. It's gonna be Little Cup though. I'm super excited. Little Cup is not changed much at all, but there were some new toys that Shamu and I have been playing with that has been a, that have been a lot of fun to play with. So, uh, yeah, that's where we'll that's where we'll cut it off, and we're gonna go check on over to the news. <laughs> In the news, there's a few things. First of all, Badge Arcade, I believe, is ending. So if you collect those Pokemon badges, um, you're li- it's almost over. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> uh, 3DS Obsessions. I think I think the 3DS is just kind of hitting its end of the lifespan. Um, the 2DS, the 2D, the new 2DS XL is coming out this summer, and I think it's going to be the last iteration we see. But did I, uh, did I see that correctly? Does it also have a flip? Screen yeah, thing? it's clamshell. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty much the 3DS without the 3D function. Yeah, it's it, it exploding. Yeah, it's it's a really nice system. Like if you're buying a new, th- if you're trying to buy like a new 3DS, like that's the one to buy, in my opinion. Does it, like, does it still have the price point advantage? Uh, it's at 150. That's not uh, bad. No, it's not it's bad. Not it's not 200. Not it's not bad. 200. I mean, you can still go buy a 2DS right now for like 80 bucks. That's that's a full 3DS console. It just doesn't have a mm -hmm. 3D, correct? Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. Just that's exactly what it is. That is not bad. That is. Yeah, and it's got the new. It's got the new hardware in it as well. So it's like the new 2DS. So so it's got that weird. um, Wow, I almost cursed. Uh, (laughs) That that weird joystick that's on the new 3DS thing Mm -hmm. and the colored buttons. The yep. colored buttons. I don't know if it has the colored, colored buttons. I don't know if they're, they're they're just blue. I think. I think they're just oh, blue. No, the colored part helps so much. No, they're not colored like like you think they are. Um, so that that's happening. The 3ds is probably at the end of its life, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Nintendo could have more up its sleeve that I don't know about. Uh, other other than that, uh, Coro Coro leaked, um, and showed off Mars Shadow. Everybody was really expecting a Pokemon Stars like announcement in Coro Coro. Um, I think it is important to announce that, uh, or just say that Koro Koro hasn't announced a game since 2009, I think, with Platinum. So, uh, don't expect any game announcements in Koro Koro ever. Um, because I, I want to talk about this further in the topic, but we, we'll get there. 
Um, I, I think it's I think it's an interesting discussion point to start off with. So we're gonna we're gonna start off there. But yeah, Mark Shadow was revealed. Uh, they also do claim that there that the next issue in June is gonna have some shocking information about Mark Shadow. Um, it's probably about Mark Shadow's signature Z move. So don't get too excited. Um, oh. they're, they're, yeah, or it'll talk about why it's in the movie at all because nobody really understands why it's in the movie. Um, th- this movie, this movie is for the first time in a long time has me intrigued as like a Pokemon movie. I am an incredibly intrigued. I, I didn't see it. This is the one that's, um, Pokemon, um, I choose you, right? Yeah. It's called Pokemon. I choose you, but it doesn't make any thought, sense, but but it's, it's going to feature Marshadow. Yeah. It's going to feature Marshadow. Mm-hmm. It doesn't follow the story. It, we, it, we have side characters that don't, aren't, uh, aren't like Pokemon. Aren't, aren't uh, like, yeah. Right. And we got Pokemon from other generations. <laughs> we have Pokemon so. from other... There's there's a trainer that's seen to have an Incineroar. There's another trainer that has a Piplup that he <sighs> travels with. And there's another trainer that has a Lucario that he travels with. So there's a lot of Gen 4 love in there too, which is really interesting if you go back to Arceus and Jewel of Life and you see all the Johto starters before the Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver announcement. Do you know mm-hmm. if they're all on YouTube? Uh, yeah, this is... I, I don't... Uh, I think the new trailer with a lot of this stuff is on YouTube, yes. If, okay. We'll anyway, get it to you. We'll I, get I it to you. It. I want to see it. That's we'll we'll get it to you. We'll get it to you. Awesome. I did not know that. I um, only saw the very first uh, I Choose You trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but and, so the next – yeah, we just lost Maximus, but he'll be back. Uh, <laughs> you know, I hope at least. Uh, but uh, the Pokey Beans uh, global mission is just wrapped up as well. Oh shoot! So, I forgot to do any Poke Beans. They they <laughs> smashed it. So um, I assume so. Gathering them is not a hard thing to do. Yeah, they they it, they smashed it, so it went really well. And then, of course, the last <laughs> thing I wanted to talk about is I want to talk about the uh, the recent news for the Pokemon International North American International saying that we need to get uh, we, that they're going to be charging an entry fee. Um, that is a $15, but of course they give you like essentially the equivalent amount in packs back. Um, I, for one, this makes me feel really good that PuckleCon's like its own individual event without an entry fee. Uh, <laughs> so, show up. <laughs> yeah, PuckleCon doesn't have that. Um, and it's not no longer tied to national, so that that entry fee isn't somehow tied to us as well or like h- tied to like hanging out with us or anything. You can just come to the, uh, come to the event whenever, however you want. There um, won't be the divide of, People paying the fee to go to the thing and people mm-hmm. not paying the fee to yeah. do something else. Yeah, yeah no, together. I, I really I really like that. I mean, that's my favorite part of it, as opposed to like going to nationals and everybody being like, but I don't want to spend $15 a day to go watch it, you know? Right. I um, mean, yeah. I, I really, I, I'm, I I'm all for that. on the live show. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about it on the live show, but I, I, I really want to hear Maximus's opinion. I don't know what you think about that. Uh, well, $15 to go watch Pokemon. Just to watch, like, yeah, that's kind of weird because beforehand, like, even if you just like, I can get like it's interesting for competing, but just for watching, mm-hmm. Pokemon is like, can't people stream it online as well, like for free? So yeah, just being there, just in physical, they're gonna they have other vendors around, so that's kind of biting them yep. back in the butt a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, I understand to an extent. I mean, yeah, Bo, Bo made the point, um, to me when we were talking about it earlier about how yeah. I'm going to buy those packs anyway. But at the same time, 
I'm uh, saying it's not it's not jarring. Like no, it's not it, the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's definitely not the worst thing in the world. If you had if you can get packs out of it anyway, I mean it's it's literally just being like, okay, who actually wants to be here? As opposed to like parents who are just there sitting around taking up space at the tables. You know, because I mean that's that's a problem we've always had at nationals, is just finding a place to sit. Just like any convention. So, I mean, this this prevents that. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, so that's where we're going to leave it. I think that's most of the news that's important that happened this week. Not much not much else in Pokemon. So we're going to go over to Puckle's Pokemon Quiz, and we are going to quiz our co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And on to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Uh, Puckle's Pokey Quiz is the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Uh, Shamu won and reset the ladder. Uh, so there's a, there's a few changes to the rules now, guys. Uh, we're still going to 30 points. First person to 30 points wins. We're going to be changing how the scoreboard works. We're also going to be putting a page on the website for the scoreboard so everybody else at home can follow along. So you not only get the points from being on the show, this is where you will get the bulk of your points. But if you're, if a co-host says is on, uh, is on Game Corner or is on the TCG cast or something like that, they'll get a point for their appearance on, on the side podcast to kind of encourage participation there as well as, as make sure that Jushiro never feels like he's falling behind. Hmm. Uh, because Jushiro does a lot of work, you know, so does Snag, right? So, uh, and we're, yeah, what? So Jushiro gets a point for, Every single TCG cast that he's on, Jushiro is the host of that, so he gets two points a month just yeah. for being on. Okay, well now that I say two points a month, that's not so bad. Yeah, that's not okay. that bad. I'm, I'm, he would, he would literally, you would literally have to have the ladder <laughs> just going for fifteen that. months. You know what, Jushiro, you can have that. You can have that, Jushiro. But he, I know, I know some, I know some of you guys just feel like you're falling behind, and what's the point? I, so I am, I am a person that's really picky about the fairness of this, of this concept. system. Yes, but but when you said that people should get credit for being on other shows, I was like. Yeah, totally. They should. That that makes sense. You know, they're they're part yeah. of the Puckle Radio Network. Being getting two points a month, but I'm like two points a month, is four <laughs> shows like four shows happen in a month. That's not that yeah. bad at all. Really. That's not that bad at all. No. If you scored two points on a show, you'd feel really bad for yourself. So. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> the, also in addition to that, um, we're officially making it a rule that if you help somebody cross that finish line of uh, getting thirty points, and you yourself do not win. Uh, you will gain the points that you help them earn for the next ladder. Um, so that, okay. that gives... Yeah, uh, not, not that perfect score bullcrap you pulled with Whimsicott. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's, not a big de- it's not as big of a deal this time because that just gives Scrawn and Snag four points. Uh, well, yeah, no. I, so so they're, they're currently winning. Uh, <laughs> they're currently winning. Uh, <laughs> so I, does that mean I get a point for every podcast I host? Um, sure. If you want to give yourself the prize that you bought with your buddy, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. I don't want to do that to you guys. Um, I think I might win though if that happens because that gives me like five points a month. Uh, and so, okay, whatever, whatever. We're, you're not. You're never answering questions though. No, that's true. Uh, so 
this so the way so the way this works is you guys get five questions it's uh one point for each answer except for the one question that's get that has a bonus point attached to it in addition to that you will also have um you'll also have a hint one hint throughout the whole game now of course if you get all of the points correct and you save the hint you can cash that hint in for another point for a total possible total of seven sound fair sound fair nobody's cashed the hint in for a long time so it doesn't matter uh (laughs) for a very long time Because I amped up the difficulty, so let's uh, let's get to it then. You guys ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. The question number one: What Pokemon is known to jump over mountains? That's it. That's all. I just need the Pokemon. Jump over mountains? Yeah, jump over mountains. In one fell swoop, jump over like Superman. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. That's not Superman. Jump over mountains. There's a Pokemon in his Pokedex entry. Let me let me pull up the specific Pokedex entry so I can help you guys out here. Let me find it real quick. But uh, yes, this Pokemon jumps over mountains. Um, it is known it to me, jump over mountains. Um, hmm. Makes me think of like Lopunny. Let me see. Hmm. Um, so this uh, it has an immense power enough to scale mountains. So it, it jumps to go over mountains, and it, it just about, like scales them. If that makes more sense. Wait, what scales mountains? Yes. Um, so I think it's go, like a go. That makes me something. think of go goat. Yeah, yeah. I think a go goat. Uh, living for goats. living for many years, it can leap over a mount. It can leap a mountain using using some moves. It's well, okay. Um, according that, to its platinum, black, black, white, black two, white two. Make me think of Magikarp because Magikarp can leap over mountains. Or I'm gonna need waterfall. an answer. Your your question is unclear. Is it Just, leap or is it climb? Let's say leap. Let's say leap. Leap. Yes, that is the word I will use. I don't know. What do you think, Mr. Maximus? Yeah, I'm still thinking of Go-Go. If it's not a legendary Pokemon, I'm thinking of Go-Go. Like, well, just naturally. But, but Go-Go would climb, but it wouldn't leap a mountain, you know? Fair point. Uh, the only po- Pokemon I think that would leap would be Magikarp, but that's only a waterfall, not a mountain. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Toxicroak or... It can like, leap no. a mountain using a move, like a move in the Slash. Pokemon game. Or bound? Okay. Bounds. High jump. Magikarp. I think I think Magikarp's probably our best guess, other than. Okay. Is that going to be your final answer? Sure. That is correct. Uh, Magikarp (laughs) is the correct answer. Uh, It it can, according to many of its Pokedex entries, it can. A Magikarp living for many years can leap a mountain using Splash. That the move remains useless though. Only new waterfall, but. Um, yeah. Okay. So good job. That's a point for you guys. Um, okay. so this, this next question is worth two points. Um, one for each answer. So what gym leader has the highest level Pokemon prior to entering the hall of fame? And what level is that Pokemon, uh, prior to entering the hall of fame? Okay. Like so one, one for the person and one for the level. Wait, entering the hall of fame. What do you, what gym leader has the highest level Pokemon? Oh, mm-hmm. so so not so no rebattles. Johto, not yeah. counting the Johto uh, Kanto starters or the gold silver Kanto star or Kanto gym leaders. Okay. Yeah. Wait. 
No rebounds. Wait. Does this wait? Does I don't know. Does this count blue because he's a gym leader in some games and he's before the Hall of Fame in other games? He's after the Hall of Fame. Blue Blue is after the Hall of Fame in gold and silver and heart gold soul silver. Because you enter the Hall of Fame when you beat the Elite Four. Though none none of the Kanto gym leaders can count for gold silver or heart gold soul silver. That makes me think Drayden or Iris of black and white or black and white. Too because black and white were so overlapped. Gonna need an answer because it can't be. Do you want to just guess Iris and Haxorus? I give me a level. I want a level instead uh, of a Pokemon. Um, wait. So can you say the question one more time? Uh, what gym leader has the highest level Pokemon prior to entering the Hall of Fame, and what level is that Pokemon? I'm gonna say Haxorus fifty-eight and Iris. I think fifty-eight. Some reason I'm thinking 57, but oh, okay. okay. 57, I'm cool with that. Somewhere, somewhere right in there. It, it feels above 55, but not quite 60. So, yeah. But you sure you want to do 58? If your gut feeling says like 58, I need an answer, guys. I need an uh, answer. All right, uh, uh, Iris 50, 58. That is incorrect on both accounts. Oh, uh, it is actually Wolfric. Uh, and his Avalug is at level 59 in Kalos. Huh. Uh, it was close, though, guys. It was close. My bad. You could have used the hint, yes. Uh, <laughs> but all right, we'll move on to question number three. Okay, question, question number three. In Pokemon Gold and Silver, there are eyewitnesses to an event in the game's history in Ecratique City. Uh, that if you calculate the age of the person who is an eyewitness to this event, they, it infers that they must be over 150 years old. What event was it that they witnessed? Breaking up the old tower. That's, that's my guess. Wait, that's in Ecratique City? In Ecratique City? That's the city with the, uh, the two towers, the, uh, the old tower and the, uh... Gotcha. So in Egretic City, there was the Burn Tower and the Tin Tower. Um, Maximus, I think the last episode of Game Corner, you had a question about the Kimono Girls that were in Egretic City. Also, I think it was the burning of the burning of the the Burnt Tower or the Silver Tower. I'm not sure what it was called originally, but the Burnt Tower that uh, Ho flew away from or whatever. That was that, that flew away. Is this your final answer? Uh, it's mine. How about you? Yeah, it had, uh, that's the, the tower that has to be because that's really the only significant event that I can think of that oh, happened years of ago. Critique. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, final answer. That is correct. Uh, they they must be over 150 years <laughs> old because it happens way in the past in the games, and they do reference when it happens, and people are like, "Oh, but I saw it happen." Uh, and so you're just like you're really old. <laughs> well, um, that could be also like the people that are like. How come Obama didn't do anything about 9-11, huh? <laughs> All right. So that gives you guys two points for today. Uh, we are going to go to question number four now. Um, this one's about one of the coolest Pokemon ever, Octillery. Um, so Octillery is yep. known for its yep. signature move, Octazooka, which it doesn't learn uh, by level up per se anymore. It's an evolution move now, so it no longer does it have a level attributed to it, but oh, when Rubber Raid evolves, yeah, when it evolves now, it just gains Octazooka, which is really That's cool. cool. That's um, awesome. 
That, so it turns out that this isn't a purely um, this is not a purely signature move. There's another Pokemon that can learn it via Egg Move. What Pokemon line is this that can learn this Octazuka move? That's not Octillery. By by breeding. Do you think Inkay? I have no idea. No, that that makes sense. Inkay, my first guess. Maybe Tentacool. I I don't know. For some reason, I don't think it's a water type Pokemon. No, you know what? I'm thinking of Togekiss. I don't know why. Togekiss learns a lot of weird moves. I have I I seriously no I Octazuka. Really no. <laughs> oh, what about Genesect? Y- you know what I'm saying because of his uh his blasting his, his cannon pew, his pew pew thing yeah his his cannon. Man, this is a hard Octazuka. Or Blastoise? By, oh my god! And it's gosh. by Egg Move. You do, you do have a hint as well. Oh, we already lost it. You want to use the hint? Yeah, sure. All it, right. it is an Egg Move, as I stated earlier. So, <laughs> no Geosec. And this is a water water type Pokemon line. Oh it's a uh, water, and then it does gain a type on, upon its Wait. third evolution. Let's see. It gains a type on third evolution. Okay, so yeah. we know we know that it's a stage two Pokemon that's a dual type. Wait, do you just want the Pokemon or do you want the line? I, I don't care whichever one. It doesn't matter. I just need to know one of these. Oh, tell tell me. Like a tank, yeah. like a cannon. Who else has like a... Um, Octazuka. They can blast stuff. It's not water. It, it can't be Blastoise. No. Octazuka. Oh, my gosh. I'm like well, wrecking who, who, my brain. I'm thinking like it like it's based on the mouth. But then, but with, uh, who else has a mouth like that? Right or or a water type. I have no idea. I'm gonna need an answer at some point. Generation. Any gains a type? There's only, there's only like a couple of few Pokemon that gains a type. There's only like that gains a type on the last formation. Like there's the swamp. Wait, Swampert. Wait, is Marshawn ground? Or water around, or is it? I'm gonna need an answer, guys. I'm gonna uh, need an answer. What about the rocket? What, what about the horsing line? Kingdra. Yeah, let's go, Kingdra. Is no, that your final answer? Mouth. It's the only one with the cannon. Final answer. Yeah. Final answer. That is correct. No way. Yes, it's, it is horsey. Horsey will get. Uh, we'll get uh, <laughs> Octazuka from breeding. Maximus. So Internet high five. <laughs> so that is correct. Um, th- there is another Pokemon that can learn Octazuka through an event. Uh, it is, in Generation Five, there was a Sableye given out that also had the move Octazuka. Wait, but those are the only Pokemon. Yeah, isn't that weird? Why? I don't know. Why? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was called because... Chief Golgo's Sableye. It was distributed at Pokemon Center stores in Japan for the nine-year run of Pokemon Smash. It is based on a live-action Sableye in the show and has been chosen by Chief Golgo Matasumoto, whatever that uh, – Scrawn probably knows. Uh, <laughs> but that gives you guys uh, – that gives you three points so far today. So you broke two, so that's good. Um, and so what is uh, – question number five. And I always ask you guys about stats just because I think it's informative Shoot. to get a good feeling for. So um, 
What is the ground type Pokemon with the highest base speed? Ground type Pokemon with the highest base speed. Oh, what's the name of? Wait, is this including? Well, I guess it's including legendary. It includes everything. Everything. Yeah. You think Lando? Hey, except for Arceus, I'm guessing. Yeah, not Arceus. Arceus doesn't count, or Silvali for that matter. Okay. But but if if Arceus in Silvali counted, you just pick Arceus. You know. <laughs> Let's see who's fast. Well, off the bat, there's Garchomp, but I doubt he's the fastest ground type. Usually ground types are usually slow. Because hmm. they usually have another type on them that makes them... What about, like... Man, I, I am I supposed to give the answer, or are we just No, not the answer, you're just talking about it. Okay, good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, What about, like, Zygarde? Like, Zygarde... I do I not know, know his stats. His hundred percent form. I do not know his stats. With a life of me. <laughs> do you think his oh, stats? I do like he was more what? I I I'm gonna feel really dumb. Doug Trio. Oh my gosh! Wait, are aren't Malone Doug Trio regular Doug Trio? Wait, stats the same? Think, no, they're not the same. They're different no, Pokemon. They're no, regular Doug Trio. Doug Trio, Trio I know Doug Trio is faster than Alolan Doug Trio because they were just talking about how Doug Trio and Diglett are better than Alolan Doug Trio and Diglett on what Battlecast or whatever you're talking about before you were saying you were going to talk about Little Cup on the next Battlecast. <laughs> because yeah. of Puckle, I know Doug Trio is fast. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yeah, I can't think of anyone faster. That is correct. Yes. Uh, Alolan Doug, Tr- Doug Trio is uh, is correct. It is a base 120 speed. It is the fastest ground type. Um, Alolan Doug Trio is at one at 110, so it's a little bit slower. Uh, okay. It's a little bit bulkier too, isn't it? Uh, it gains what is it? it? Yeah, it gains a little bit of defense, but it's just like meh. It's still not a good defense stat. <laughs> so. So that is going to be it for the uh, for the what trivia today. You, you guys get four? You, you guys got four points today. Oh, so yes. that means currently um, next week I'll update for all of the shows such as Game Corner and uh, um, Game Corner and what's it called uh, the live show. TCG. And, oh, live well, show. Okay. TCG cast hasn't come out since the last ladder started. So um, la- next week I will account for all of these things. But this week so far we have four guys tied for first place. Uh, we have Bo Maximus. Sham, or, uh, not Shamu, uh, Scrawn and Professor Snag all tied for first place with four points, and everybody else has yet to get on the board. Woo! So, uh, that race to 30 begins, and you can win more coasters. Try to do it before PuckleCon, so I can, uh, I can just give them to you there. Just give them to you. <laughs> 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 Alright, sounds good. Alright, so we're gonna kick it on over to the topic, guys, right after this short break. Hey guys, it's Bosephus, and if you're wanting to know how you can be more involved with the Puckle Podcast in between shows, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where you'll find information on all of our social medias. Also, we have a chat box there where you can come meet up, chat with us. On the second Monday of every month, we have a chat box meetup. Way to, good way to get a free 6IV ditto. All of that is at PucklePodcast.com, and if you want to email to the show, it's PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Catch you on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today. Now, I wanted to make this a topic because this has been something I've kind of been interested in the past couple of days, just because there's been some interesting news, um, in that, in, in like the predicting of news, uh, <laughs> um, because we, we talked about a few weeks ago, Pokemon, uh, Gen 4, uh, possibly getting a remake. 
and we and you have the internet that's been like really into like Pokemon games coming out because they they typically do get announced in May mid generation. Uh, they they will get announced in May. I Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver got announced. Pokemon o- Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire got announced. Um, Pokemon um, I believe Pokemon Platinum was announced in May. May is a great time for that. It's usually mid May. Um, now a few things to remember. Koro Koro we talked about in the news only showed off Marshadow, which is uh, just. It's Mars Shadow. Um, and it's everybody's cool. like, well, the new game's not coming. Well, Koro Koro doesn't announce the game in quite some time. So, uh, let's knock that off the table. But the other thing that's really interesting is a couple of weeks ago, um, the Japanese Nintendo Direct website opened up a new, uh, slot for a Nintendo Direct. Now, they typically do this about a week or so in advance of a Nintendo Direct. So, there's speculation that a Nintendo Direct is coming. Um, now, the idea that it might be a Pokemon Direct is interesting. So, for those of you who don't understand Pokemon news and how it works sometimes, um, Pokemon will never announce a game at E3. I know E3 is about a month away now. Um, Pokemon will never announce yeah, never a, a game ever. there. They they have never done it in 20 years, Bo. Um, so take that for what you will. Um, the the one thing that they did that they did do though was they did uh, announce Fairy type um, at E3 2013. So that, that's something there was a big Pokemon announcement, but it wasn't like game breaking Pokemon announcement. Um, the other thing that's really interesting is if you go to the Nintendo of America website or YouTube channel now, uh, what is missing is the, uh, the Nintendo direct for the, uh, for Pokemon sun and moon's announcement that is now missing from the Nintendo direct. So take that for what you will as well. This is uh this is very interesting to me. Um because it sounds as if they're removing that direct so that there's no confusion with another game like it. So that's something to consider as well. So that that's where I want to jump off from is where do you guys think this is going? Um it it does seem very indicative of a third Pokemon game coming. Um I wouldn't I I mean I obviously wouldn't hold your breath for it, but it just seems like there's a lot of things convening all at once to make this happen, you know? Um, I, I don't know how you guys feel about it. What, uh, what do you think, Maximus, while we wait for Bo to come back? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think since Pokemon has always, since Pokemon's always had a pattern, like, they'll throw something, they'll give us a taste of something. Something good. I guess something gets anticipated, but then also come out with this big announcement, even though it'll have its own thing, it'll be centerfold and that'll be the main thing they focus on and just they'll keep explaining things. And, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm it'd be not really... too worried about it. Oh, sorry. Oh, would you would you be super excited if it was like a stars or something like that, or like that, that's would, would you? I mean, I think we're all at this point. We like won a Pokemon game this year. I but... I, I honestly am so hyped on the Gen Seven. Um, the the fact that all the building materials are there for gyms, right? And, stuff, and the hints to Kanto. And okay, there are hints to everything in that game. Let's not let's no, not focus but, on the Kanto but, ones. But, but the fact that Lily directly went to Kanto and she was your traveling companion, she was specifically your traveling companion for the game. Every city you went to, she was there traveling with you, or you know, traveling coinciding with your journey the whole time. And when she went to Kanto, and would honestly when she changed costume. It was such a huge change of pace, and it was like, holy crap, like, 
this game is shifting. Now we're going to the Kanto saga and it wasn't there. Yeah, I know. It felt, it felt really, I, I feel like that was just like a big missed opportunity. I mean, right. it might happen as well. well. Not to mention, not to mention like people have taken yes. the X and Y software and like it's easily ramped up to 1080p. Um, oh. which I find incredibly interesting. Like the assets in the game code are way higher res than they were in X and Y. I uh, could so see a stars on the switch. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's what people want. Actually. That's what people really and, want. And honestly, I'm, I, I thought my hardest transition would be to go from Pokemon without two screens because, uh, I was, DS, I was thinking, the I was thinking, really revolutionized Pokemon. Like, I, I, I was I thinking it was hard that, to imagine Pokemon without two screens before. I, I was, you know? I was, I was thinking about that as well, but I mean, we, we used to have one screen, and I mean, this is a really good screen. Yeah. So, uh, and, <laughs> and Sun and Moon, um, you don't rely on the bottom screen a whole lot. Well, they, they it's purposely, I think, I, it's, we, we complain a lot about the, uh, the festival plaza when we're doing online stuff now. As opposed to the, what was like a godsend <laughs> the in the PSS. PSS was perfect. Yeah, it, it was. was perfect. It was. Why, but why did you change it? Because they wanted to go to a one screen system, Bo. That's why they changed it. <sighs> but the PSS was So I mean the I'll, PSS I'll take a was absolutely PSS. Or a, yeah. or a like a start menu PSS. Oh, oh man, I was so I was so disappointed when I found out the PSS was gone. The PSS was, was like perfect. the best thing. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh. I remember when X and Y came out and we were just battling each other all the time with Cleary. And like you don't know you what you don't know what you got until it's gone. But <laughs> that's that was that was one feature I didn't expect to see oh my, leave. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, R. bring R. that P. back. PSS. Bring back the PSS. R.I.P. and peace, PSS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an old Puckle meme. That's an old Ethan thing. Uh, old Ethan Puckle meme. Yep. R.I.P. and peace. What? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, there's... I'm just shaking uh, my head over here. Yeah, yeah I, no, I mean, I would really... I, I'm, I'm really hyped just because there's a... I, I shouldn't be. I, I feel like I should be like being more reasonable. Typically I am when it comes to announcements and stuff, but I mean, there's a lot of things like pointing at like a Pokemon direct happening next week, you know? And Oh man, I hope so. There, there's a lot of indicators. Oh, give it to me. I'm so, I'm so Pokemon hype right now. Like I could, uh, if I, I, I just, I, I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can take another like 400 day hiatus. Like they did the last time, you know, like, <laughs> Like that was rough. That was rough. <laughs> After Omega Ruby between, Alpha Sapphire came out, game announcements. Yeah, yeah. Well, game release and a game announcement. It was four hundred days. It was literally the longest time between a game announce, game release, and a game announcement in Pokemon history. Even uh, Platinum. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was the longest. It was the longest wait. Wow. So I, it was. It was Platinum was the second longest. It just wasn't that long, right? Because that was 2007 to 2009. Yeah, but it was like it was like late 2007 or 2007 to. Uh, it was April so like 2007 super early to February super, 2009. Well, it, it released in 2009, but the announcement was in 2008. Oh, oh, between announcements, you're right. Yeah. You're so, right. well, between game release and announcement, that's what I that's what I measure. Uh, because it's yeah, like no, that's all right, I care man. about. That's all you that's care about. Bad. That's my bad. 
Because you you want something to look forward to, and I mean, Sun and Moon are great. Like they're they're great games. I thought oh, they were really fun. Fantastic, um, but I've been a low let out. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, they pushed they <laughs> like pushed like the whole Hawaii thing. Pokemon and uh, man, I'm. Whew. I would totally be down for like a se- for a sequel to these games, and I, I a lot of people it. wanted on the Switch, and I understand that. Um, I, I don't think it'll Switch. be. I I mean it would it would sell a lot of switches if they did Pokemon and Mario at Holiday, right? That would oh sell a lot of switches. Um, they would, it would, they it would, would literally be would, the Wii again. All they over would again. dampen the economy. That's. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Do you think Nintendo would step on each other's um, step on their own foot like that? Though? I I think I think they I think they're really holding Pokemon like in their back pocket right now as like their trump card at this moment. To like, I, I could see that too because it's so huge. Yeah. Especially now, especially mm-hmm. now, I think they're I think they're just holding it in their back pocket because they they can right now just like destroy the console industry by just going okay Mario's coming out Mario's a big game that's gonna help a lot right I mean, oh yeah oh Mar- Mario's 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 the only the only po- or the only uh, video game franchise more popular than Pokemon but I mean they could they could just take and be like okay guys we're gonna put our two biggest our two biggest franchises with uh, mainstream titles out at the same time at holiday 2017 for the, our new console, you know, and, or and that's or, also my, um, also mentioning the other games that Nintendo's going to have at the time as well. Mm-hmm. Cause who yeah, knows what I, they're going to announce at three E three. I I really think that holiday they they might try to like stack the deck per se, or what they could do is we could see a Pokemon, um, like a Pokemon Sun and Moon sequel come out for the 3DS just as a way to keep the 3DS alive, just kind of pumping some more life into it uh, because it will happen. It w- I mean, Sun and Moon did a fantastic job of that. Right. They, the 3DS is still like a thriving system. It's still a fantastic system. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who, would, who would imagine like a 240p screen <laughs> would still be making it in 2017, right? Uh, like that – I, I mean – the software, what, the software sells it like one hundred percent. It is a, I mean, it is a good system. Mm-hmm. I do not regret any bit of my 3ds purchases. No, neither do I. I have four of them now. So and, like, they, and they still <laughs> hold up. Like, yeah, <laughs> is that all? That's all. Is I that have all that. Uh, I have a. Uh, I, I swear, I, I just have four. I just have four 3ds. I <laughs> yes and no. Uh, <laughs> Can I say I have three and a half? Because I have like I have my Sun and Moon one, which is really cool. I love that one. That's like my that's like my showpiece, the one that I carry around. You know, I have the uh, box for that one actually. Yeah, because I sent it to you. Uh, he, sent his, <laughs> he sent me his old three, uh, new 3ds XL in that box. Yeah, because um, I was gonna trade it in anyway, and GameStop was only gonna give me a hundred bucks, and you were looking to buy a 3ds, and I'm like, okay, I will get the same amount of money, and you'll get a 3ds way cheaper. Internet so, best friend high five. Right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so I have I have that. And then I have uh, 3DS XL, like a regular one for streaming because I got the capture card in it. Um, I have my Fire Emblem 3DS, old school 3DS, just because it's Fire Emblem. I'm not going to give that to GameStop for literally pennies. Um, and then uh, I picked up recently a 2DS for uh, for reasons I can explain later. Uh, yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, <laughs> he announced. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought I bought it used because I needed a I needed the 2ds for reasons. Uh, 
But I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have held a 2DS. It is super ergonomic. It feels really good in my hands. Oh, dude. It was episode 122. I was just talking yeah. about that. <laughs> I talked about it on that episode when I was saying it was super ergonomic. Yeah. It is, it is super nice word. to hold. Like it, it is like my new fidget cube. Like, oh my no joke. Because I, I just... Talk to me. I work in a toy store. Do not talk to me about fidgets. <laughs> it's so fidget nice to hold, though. Fidget spinners are the bane of my existence. I'm just saying, if anybody who is like a grown adult is just like, well, I don't want to get the 2DS, uh, even though it's 80 bucks and I need to buy a 3DS so I can play Pokemon, like, just go buy the 2DS. <laughs> You're only going to play it in your house. Yeah, I mean, the 2DS is an excellent purchase, I think. I, I, I really, I really like holding it. So that, my that's my, that's my off topic tip of the day. My uh, only thing about it is I just don't see myself taking it outside the house. Whereas, oh, yeah. Yes, I do. I mean, I have my, I have my Sun and Moon 3DS for that. Well, right. But the 2DS, just because of how it is, mm-hmm. I just don't see myself taking it out of the house. It's not, it's not portable. I mean, you can take it places like it's a handheld, mm-hmm. but it's not portable, if that makes sense. I mean, without yeah. a case. And still, I don't see myself playing it, whereas I can just whip my 3DS out of my pocket, flip it open, and, and play it. Mm-hmm. That's that's my gripe with the 2DS. Now, the new 2DS that's coming out... Yeah, it's going to be super cool. Is that what it's called? The new 2DS? It's the new 2DS XL. All right, Nintendo. Can we have a talk real fast about No, it? no, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> right. Let's go back to Pokemon. Let's go back let's, to Pokemon. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I, I really think we're probably going to hear some kind of game announcement, though, soon. I, I really feel it. I, I'm waiting for it because... Uh, We'll see it it will it will put a wrench in some puckle plans if well not a wrench. It's gonna make it's gonna make a decision for some puckle plans here in the future, depending on whether or not that new game is on the Switch or on the three DS. And I mean there will be another game. We all know there's gonna be another game. Uh just is it coming this year or is it coming next year? And I I as Pokemon fans, I know we all hope it comes this year. Yeah, this year. Yeah. But if we don't if we don't hear anything by the end of next week, I'm very confident we're not getting a game this year. Oh. Well, I'm don't, very confident. Don't do that to me, that. Um, I I want to hear something in the next in the next week, but I'm just saying by if by Fe- May 20th, if we don't hear anything, it's just gone. I mean, I would love stars just like just to be able to go to Kanto, you know, and see every I I it would. Uh, we we've talked a lot about how Red and Blue Two would have been really fitting, uh, as like games. I mean, especially now that they're on older hardware than literally everything else, even the remakes. Uh, if you if you consider like what generations are on what remakes and stuff like that, and what hardware, yeah. Gen One is on Game Boy Advance. That's where it's stuck. Yep. Nothing oh nothing God. else is that old, and yep. it would be a really cool way to just bring a sequel to that and and have it. Um, such that you can go to Kanto and and Alola. Now, I uh, the I, I don't know if this will bug you as much as it bugs me, Bo. But the Johto part, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just, mm-hmm. like I know it's Johto, right I know Johto's right there. If if they if they can explain it canonically, like mm-hmm. they have a reason why I can't go to Johto, like um, there's a natural disaster happening on mm-hmm. Mount Silver or whatever. Um, I, it was a collapse uh, or something, right? Or, or, yeah. or even something like funny, like yeah. uh, 
like uh, I, I don't even know. Um, something's happening over there that's just hilarious that you mm-hmm. can't go over there for. I'd be fine with. As long I, as I would, I would be a little hurt. I'd be a little hurt. Nod to Johto is over mm-hmm. there, but you just can't go there. Like, yeah, it's there. We're gonna be funny about it. You can't go there. Sorry, we could fit two regions into a game. You can't go to Johto. Uh, Boo hoo. Well, it, it would be. It would be. It would be. It would be like I a really it. good. Uh, it would be a really good gold and silver moment if uh, yeah. if they did. Uh, so if they it, like just you go through a Lola, they're like, oh, go to Kanto now. Be like a real champion or whatever. And and like Lily ends up being the champion over in Kanto or something. That'd be really cool. Um, but can't even touch Pokemon. Well, she she starts doing it at the end. Remember? Um, so uh, it would be like a really cool character development thing. Um, but it would be what would be even more nuts. Like what would be like a legit moment for me personally. Like it would it would bring me back to gold and silver. Is after you beat Lily, they're just like, yeah, you could just like go to Johto now. Um, and you just go to, like, it's just there. It's just like, yeah, we put it there. We didn't give it a lot of story, but it's there. You know? <laughs> so Gakui's like, hey, I'm the champion of Alola or whatever. Beat me. And then you beat, go through Kanto, and Lily is like, well, in the time that it took me to get here and travel through the region, I became strong enough to be the champion, even though I couldn't touch Pokemon before. Okay, okay, but let's say, let's say you set these games like two years later. You go to Johto, and you're like, okay, what is at the end of Johto that beats Lily, that beats Kanto? That oh, that's true. The Goku, you know? Red, like, uh, red. He's just up on the mountain that, again. He's just, he's just, like, he's just but there. But I thought again. he was in Aloha, though. My Pokemon He goes back. They do Hydrid. They do They could put some... I The one thing that really lacked for uh, Sun and Moon for me was just how the Ultra Beast had, like, zero story behind them. And, like, they built it up in the advertisements as, like, having so much more to do with the story. Especially when you, like, they, saw the artwork, like, the scenes for, like, Buzzwole yeah. and Faramosa. You're like, oh, man, this is going to be an awesome story with, like, Ultra Beast being bad guys. And I really expected them to be, like, RPG bosses, you know? I, and after that first encounter with Nihilego, you get, you get like, this boss yeah. encounter feel. And it just didn't happen. You know, What's this randomly finding them in the grass. Why can't we just? Why can't they just be out in the open? Yeah, right. I I was really expecting them to be like RPG bosses. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I thought too. I was kind of disappointed because they weren't causing as much havoc. As yeah, exactly. It was hyped up to be like. You traveled through the town and nothing was different. Like if you go through other RPGs and there's. Like a, a a a fetch quest, if you will, um, mm-hmm. kind of thing going on in that town in that area. Often, time there's the like, you know, that like crazy <laughs> music going on. You know what I mean? Like the the chaos music. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, I I just I hope if they do anything, like they could like you could go to Johto as your post game, and you could uh, run into the Ultra Beast over in Johto or something. Like it's causing issues over there abroad. That would be cool, especially especially if it fit into the storyline. Mm-hmm. I, I would. I would I, love. Let's go now. work for Game Freak because we have better ideas than them, obviously. And, obviously. Uh, <laughs> now, now, hear me out on this. What do you feel about the Ultra Beasts' future? Do you think I, they're going to be new Ultra Beasts? That that's a good question. I mean, will there be new Ultra Beast in future games? I think I feel like they keep calling them Ultra Beast, 
but it's really like 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 they call them ultra beast but i think they're just a class of legendary pokemon in my eyes at this point i, I mean i was I, I was, mean, yeah i got that also but they were not presented they were they're unique they were not mm-hmm. presented in the same way as legendaries um they're not found in the same way as legendaries well, they, that's not entirely true. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, it, it's kind of like a localized roaming. As roaming, yes, roaming legendaries. They're all roaming legendaries, but they felt uh, it was very much a roaming legendary was, type it was thing. A very new kind of thing because you could catch so many of them. Yeah, which was nice. Sense? It was a quality of life thing. But but it, but they were from another dimension in. It so was, was Giratina. It mm-hmm. was unique. Giratina. Giratina could have some tie-ins with the with the and, Ultra Beast. That would I be interesting. So. I I think I think so. Also, I think Giratina might be the king of the uh, Ultra Beast universe. The Distortion World could be the Ultra Beast universe. Um, I don't I, know if that's really cool. been differentiated yet, but uh, I think nope, that could it hasn't be one been. That's why everybody's thinking like uh, there have to be uh, Gen Four remakes, which would be really cool. I, I'd be down. That would be really cool if it like got a really cool tie-in. and then they release like three more Ultra Beasts. That'd be oh. sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, I I'm gonna leave it there though. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna leave the conversation I'm there. Sorry, I, I'm and chatting. we no, it's perfectly it's fine. fine. <laughs> uh, all right, so but we're gonna we're gonna take a short break, guys. Go to commercial, and then we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip flop. What are the two things that everybody wants most from life? Their love and time travel. Now I can't bring you love, but I can bring you time travel. Hello, my name is Bill. And I live in Goldenrod City, Johto. And I've just come up with a device that will let you trade with Pokemon trainers. Three years in the past. You heard me correct. If you go to any Pokemon Center, you can access the time capsule and trade with anyone, even yourself, from three years ago. You heard right. Time travel. For free, any Pokemon Center. Now, I'm not sure why I'm advertising this since I'm making zero money. Wait, why am I advertising this? Poke of the episode. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode is National Dex 230, Kingdra, the dragon Pokemon. It's Ruby Pokedex entry states, Kingdra lives at extreme ocean depths that are otherwise uninhabited. It wow. has long believed that the that the yawning of this Pokemon creates spiraling ocean currents. Ooh. Okay, so Kingdra <laughs> Kingdra's a Pokemon. Uh it's got base ninety five almost across the board, except an HP and speed, which is seventy five and eighty five respectively. It was the uh it was the other dragon type <laughs> than Dragon Dragonite in uh Gen two. That was it. Yeah, it was Dragonite and Kingdra. Trutini, Dragonite. Dragonite. But Kingdra was so better. Yeah, Kingdra was better because it didn't get the Ice-type weakness for the dragon. People complain about Whitney being a hard gym leader. Nobody mm -hmm. complains about Claire. She was tough. 
Well, back that back time, then, you could just overpower her Pokemon just by low, though. Back then, though, uh, true. back back Get then, level. Kingdra's only weakness was Dragon. So was Dragon. And what Dragon Pokemon do you catch? Uh, you can catch a Dratini before then, but like it's really hard to like right. level it up to anything usable. Yeah, at that so, point in time, yeah, yeah. You're just trying to hit the freaking Kingdra for whatever you can. Yep. I remember Claire being a really hard gym leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Claire was Claire was rough. Um but yeah, that's I mean Kingdra, I mean it takes it doesn't resist a lot, but it doesn't it's not weak to a lot either. Uh Kingdra's good though. It's got a couple decent abilities in Swift Swim and Sniper. And neither of those are hidden, which is even better. Just take uh, your pick. Yeah, and both of them are good, have their own uses. I mean, these aren't like mainstream Pokemon to use. Like Kingdra is not a bad Pokemon though. Uh, Swiftsim works really well now with, uh, with Drizzle. I think it's, um, well, you can't use it in, uh, what's it called? VGC because I believe Horsey is a, uh, what's it called? Island scan Pokemon. It is. Yeah, unfortunately. But, uh, with I Pelipper can't. getting Drizzle now, though, you could probably go on, like, Battle Spot doubles and just have some fun. Oh, yeah. I, I, re- I really love how they added in the, uh, the weather abilities to a lot of Pokemon this gen. I, I really like that we got a new weather setter for every kind of weather. My gym team 2014 ran Drizzle, Politoed, and Kingdra Sniper. Mm-hmm. Should have run Swift Swim. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> the reason I didn't because it was OU banned. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. I remember that actually. Yeah, no, Sniper's good too because Sniper gives you that boost to uh to uh what's it? It crits, right? Yeah, it, it gives you. And I ran with the King's Rock, so I got I got uh, double crits with King's Rock Sniper. Well, no, it does. Uh, it it's uh it does makes crits do more damage. Um, so it does uh, times uh, two. Uh, with crits. Well, that's where I ran mm-hmm. it with King's Rock. Yeah, well, you, you should focus have, energy. You have to. You have to run it with focus energy. That would oh, definitely be the way to do. Run it with focus energy. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, you'd have to. Uh, that I mean, yeah. those are the ways to run it. I, I mean, said I have to go back to my X version and look at it, but but uh, yeah, Kingdra is awesome. Yeah, Kingdra's, Kingdra's a good mod. Um, it also has uh, a couple of cards in rotation. Um, none of them are anything to write home about, but no. you can go ahead and take a look at Kingdra EX from the Fates Collide uh, series. Uh, I have a lot of these, surprisingly. Like, I have a good number of Kingdra EX cards. The full art does look pretty good. I feel like the reason most of these dragons get printed as EXs is because there aren't a lot of dragons and they want to, like, mainstream more the dragon type. Well, the dragon type is really – isn't isn't terribly difficult to get set up now, but it is rough. It, um, right. I mean, I think they're just trying to, I don't know, push the dragon type mm-hmm. some more. At, the, at least at the time of Fates Collide, not necessarily now, because mm-hmm. there's so many things out there. But that's what I felt like they were doing at the time was just like, oh, we need to make some dragon EXs because there's been whatever, all these other type EXs and not dragons. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so the Kingdra EX uh, has 170 HP, 
It is for one colorless. You can do t- big storm for twenty damage, and you discard any stadium card in play, which is not still not good. Uh, um, for it, it literally has an effect of just playing another stadium card yourself uh, if you're trying to get rid of one. Um, Dragon tail for one water and three colorless. That's so many energy. Uh, 60 plus. This attack does 30 more damage for each electric energy attached to this Pokemon. So that's even worse. So, uh, cause <laughs> you're running two types in a deck. So that's really rough to do. I'm really hoping with the slowdown of the meta that's coming though, we can see like a shift back to dual like energy types in a deck. I would love that, that so much. Nice. I would be so happy if it happened. But I, I doubt it. Um, so there's another Kingsra card from Primal Clash that is still barely in rotation. And really? for one, yeah, for one water, <laughs> it uh, will do Shred for 30 damage. This is a stage two, 130 HP, by the way, guys. So nobody's going to play it. Um, wow. What a yeah. singer. Yeah. Uh, so Shred for 30 damage. This attack's effect isn't it? Is effect or this attack's damage isn't affected by any effects of your opponent's active Pokemon. Okay, so garbage. Uh, Twister for 70 for a water and a lightning energy. So, I, I mean, a dragon energy would get you set up for that. Um, you flip two coins right. for each heads. Uh, discard an energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. If both of them are tails, this attack does nothing. That's such a bad adverse yeah. effect. Uh, Yikes. But getting it set up, what we really need is a forest of giant plants for dragon types. That w- that's what we need. Um <laughs> the- <laughs> That's, I gotta be honest with you, that's your argument for, like, every type that isn't grass type. Yeah, no, it needs some acceleration, man. If if this type just had this grass type card, then it'd be perfect. Grass is a really good type right now. Grass is is. a really good type. It is. Actually, it actually makes (laughs) sense for grass types, because they grow faster than most of the everything else. (laughs) Grass is a really good type right now. Like, it is really good. And, I mean, there hasn't been... Also, I'm not. Everything. I'm not saying that I'm a, like a TCG expert either. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that uh, Pokemon Stadium X should come out soon, Bo. Boom! <laughs> Boom! Got him. Uh I'm hilarious, Bo. All right. Um, do you have any <laughs> trivia? I don't have the Pokemon pulled up. I do. Let me uh, see here. Oh my gosh, he's got the cool shiny though too. It's purple. Um, let's see uh, Kingdra is the only dragon type Pokemon introduced in Gen 2 um, it is also called the dragon type Pokemon along with a lot of other Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> and it is based on a seahorse what so, what, what? Yeah. yeah right who would have thought who would have thought yeah alright oh so that is going to be it for the Pokemon of the episode let's have some fun with Sometimes I Fly hopefully he writes an awesome article he will about Kingdra because yeah, that's what he does Kingdra would be awesome <laughs> so uh, that is it on Kingdra if you want to check out anything else you can check out PucklePodcast.com all of the writers have a bunch of awesome stuff there so please check it out check out their content and uh, yeah well we're going to kick it on over to the uh, what's it called that we go to oh the mailbag yeah. for the mailbag send in your emails the mail's here check your inbox 
It's time for the mailbag! And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 We are contractually, uh, uh, contractually obligated to do that. I should, I should write that. I should make you guys sign right. contracts every year. Um, to and- a company that we created, they <laughs> created uh, in charity. Yeah. <laughs> the con- the contracts are entirely a joke that just make you say you have to say hooves after the Green Toros <laughs> introduction. Um, but for those of you who are new, the mailbag segment is where we read your listener emails. By you can send an email into us at pucklepodcast at gmail dot com. Typically, there is a uh, there is a um, there is a mailbag prompt. I believe this week, uh, Snag in his uh, infinite wisdom deemed it uh, deemed it favorite parts of Gen Four favorite Gen Four Pokemon. Um, four, yes. Uh, because he he made the entire show a meme of me. Um, so uh, didn't do further to do. So yeah. Uh, so we are gonna jump right on into these mailbags, though. Um, so our first one is gonna be from Alice. Or not? Yeah, Alice. I was correct. Um, salutations, Puckle host. So back in Gen Four. Little star, little asterisk. <laughs> there should be a little trademark there, you know. I should trademark TM. that. TM. Uh, I thought I, I thought I was done with the wonders of Pokemon. While I had played po- Gens one and two, my poor middle school wallet couldn't afford any of the Gen three games. But then came high school, and with it, Soul Silver. It was just what I needed to jump back into the into my greatest obsession. Throwing tiny cages at wild animals and collecting them for science. science. Later, I al- later I also got platinum, which while I played at least three times, I can only remember two gym leaders and one elite four member. For Sinnoh, for me, Sinnoh will always be the island time forgot. So Gen Four, who's Ramos? Um, so that, that's what I have to say about that. Uh, so Gen Four. <laughs> So Gen 4 does not have a special place in my heart as that one gen I can barely remember, but have pretty good, but must have been pretty good because I'm still playing. If they remake Gen 4, I'll probably wait for Soul Rock Silver. Although if they gave Mammoth Swine a mega evolution, that would guarantee them my money. That said, I highly support the name Lustrous Pearl and Adamant Diamond because it's perfect. Even if I, even if a little on the nose pass, get it? Yeah, I'll show myself out. And finally, uh, top five Gen 4 Pokemon. Uh, Mamoswine, fear his icy trumpeting oink. Um, <laughs> trumpeting oink. That's too good. Uh, Rotom, by the way, uh, Rotom Dex was fanfic come true for me. Magnezone, Sun Goku, I mean Infernape, and Luxray. Seriously, I'd love a Mega Mamoswine, but Luxray needs the love way more. With the, promi- sure. with the promise to rate more? Alice. Yeah, no, Luxray would be... Luxray does need some hype, I think. People want it's that like, electric dart type. I think it would just be a yeah, really cool it's... Mega. I, I really hate that Minetric got a Mega, but Luxray didn't. I feel Luxray was much more deserving than Minetric. Yeah, Especially fair, with, like... To be fair, um, Luxray is better than the Minetric. Mm-hmm. Uh, kinda, yeah. Well, yeah. Alright, Bo. But, oh, oh yep. go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying Dark Electric needs to happen. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, let, I'm gonna let you take this next one from uh, from Ben, I guess. All he right. A, he didn't actually give us a name. I don't think. I'll, uh, I don't think so either. Uh, hello, Puggle Podcast. Sun and Moon brought back to me. Oh, brought me back into Pokemon Fold, and I love it. As a kid, I only played Pokemon game. Uh, I'm sorry. As a kid, the only Pokemon game I played was Gold, but I played it 24-7, even though I'm fairly sure Ruby and Sapphire had been released at that point. At some point in 2005, I sold my copy of Gold to a friend, and I've regretted doing so ever since. Sun and Moon got me massively back into Pokemon. I'm currently on my second playthrough of Moon, working on a living Pokedex and creating an a usable competitive team, though I'm not sure whether or not to play Smogon or VGC. VGC. I think he means VGC. Yeah, I think so too. My current uh, first ever competitive team consists of Garchomp, Magnezone, Mega Charizard Y, Nimikyu, Greninja, and Dragonite. I'm not sure how well it will work, but I'm looking forward to trying it out. Uh, it should be it should be Smogon because Megas aren't allowed in VGC, so especially oh, this year. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> okay, good good note. In regards to the mailbox prompt, I've never really played Gen Four, but I do really like a lot of the Pokemon introduced in that Gen, especially those that add evolutions to previous Pokemon. <sighs> Are there any features from previous generations that you would like to see reintroduced in next Gen 7 game? I was a little disappointed by the end of content of Sun and Moon, especially after hearing some of the things available in older generations, such as hyper-training and returning to other regions. Really enjoying the podcast, especially the Pokemon of the episode, which is my favorite part. Keep up the good work. Bye-bye. Remember what we used to call that the least favorite part of the episode? <laughs> yes. I specifically <laughs> thought of that when I was listening to that older episode of ours. I was like, why did we say that still? <laughs> I don't know why we said that. Um, because it, I mean, we, we crafted it into something a bit more structured, to be fair. It was beamish then. before beats were a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Things that we want to see return. I think we talked about this a lot. Bo and I have an episode entirely on this somewhere. Um, but, uh, one of the big things I think that we, uh, that we talked about in this episode is the PSS. But if it comes back on the 3DS, well, that needs to happen. I understand if it needs to be, uh, um, a separate menu other than a second screen, but can we bring back the simplicity, please? Yeah, right. Because Festival Plaza is. I'm sorry, it's dumb. It's so complicated. It's so dumb. You're dumb. PSS uh, was perfect. You want to fight? No, not at all. <laughs> <call me> dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so we'll let you get this next one, uh, Maximus. He literally has a name that is not pronounceable. Um, H3NZ. Yeah, maybe three's backwards. Maybe it's called Hins. Hines? Hins? I have no idea. I have literally no idea. But pronounce it however you want, Maximus. Okay. 
Hey, Puckle Podcast. It hangs. This is my <laughs> first email, and it's moderately a long one. I'm writing from England. I'm 15 and have only been listening to Puckle for a month or so now. But I want to write in about Gen 4, as it's a very interesting topic to me. Wow, only a month. That's nuts. Well, thank you for writing in. That is that is awesome. Welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> I came into Pokemon in Gen 4, and I'm in agreement with the idea that many Gen 4 evolutions were just fatter versions of the earlier evolutions. However, Gen 4 has some of my most fond memories playing Pokemon. Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which were, were great games. I love how my Bailey walked behind me. This is my favorite feature in Gen 4. And I remember my friend trading me a Sneasel that was ridiculously high level and helped me because I was so bad in the game. Anyway, my opinion on Gen 4 is very mixed, though. Now, as a Pokemon player who understands the game much better than 8-year-old me, I can appreciate certain Pokemon more than others. And not just because they are legendary, fully evolved, or very powerful. With two of my favorite Pokemon being Scyther and Murkrow, I hated that Gen 4 added evolutions as they were not, wait, they were such different designs. Well, to be fair, Scyther was Gen 2. I was going to say, yeah, that was Gen 2. Yeah, definitely. Scissor was Gen 2. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well. That I felt that I did not do their prior evolutions justice and making it difficult for people to see that their priors were still great Pokemon with. I know I'm going to pronounce this word right. I feel like inviable. Yeah, enviable. Enviable. Enviable stats. That's right. With greater potential for competitive play. I, do, I agree with this because I use Murkrow way more than Honchkrow. I will say that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It gave a lot of Pokemon that shouldn't have had it Eviolite status. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dusclops. Dusclops. Chansey. Chansey got it. Chansey got, had it before because he had Eviolite status from Gen 2 on. So I was like, like that's fair. Wait, but, was Blissey Gen 2? Or, yeah, or? Blissey was Gen 2. Really? Huh. Yeah. I always thought it was Gen 4. Yeah. Huh. Happini was Gen 4. Oh, Happini was Gen 4. Okay. So I'm thinking with Brock and the baby Pokemon. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Uh, despite this, I still try to make these Pokemon work because they are still great Pokemon. And that I can believe they have, have a, they can have a play, higher place in the tier community play. Enough from me. Hashtag Pokemon 10. I don't have the green Toros badge. I like that he bolded and underlined those two things. <laughs> and P.S. Merkel with the prankster Quash and Tw- Tailwind. Great pairing with Rampardos and the current VGC. Please try it. It's so fun. As with the right amount of Eevees, about 50. You can outspeed Tapu Koko with Tailwind and Oko with EQ. Huh. 
Hinsania. <laughs> Catch you on the flip flop. Except for my iPhone. Except for my iPhone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said it too when I had to stop. Yeah, myself. I know. I know. It's it's in there twice, which is best. Which is the best. Okay, so this next one is from uh, my favorite, uh, Randy L. Uh, or the random listener. Um, so, let's go ahead with it. Uh, buongiorno, Puckle Crew, the random listener here, back to satiate your hungry for saucy mailbags and even spicier memes. But for now, the memes will have to wait. Let's dive in right in, shall we? Uh, story time. This week involves my best friend and I engaging in a, legend- a legendary battle for ages. We've been Pokemon enthusiasts for, well, as long as we've been able to play Pokemon. It was just the other day that we realized that after all these years, we had never battled one another. Uh, it was then that our fates were sealed to trial by battle. However, there was one crucial weak point in my opponent's defenses. He had never listened to Puckle. <laughs> I stormed out <laughs> onto the battlefield. Uh, I stormed out into the battlefield with immense Pokemon knowledge bequeathed unto me by our glorious leader Thatch, and I took the match with ease. That's a total lie. I got smoked. Uh, this kid is incredible. He's never played competitive before, and all of a sudden, he's just like this prodigy or something. Anyway, let's get to the mailbag. Okay, so that's, I feel like that's like a, that's like a slat, a slat towards me, just a little bit. Um, just letting you know, Randy L, if I could revoke Green Tauros badges, you know, it's in my mind. Um, okay, fourth gen. Wow, what a time to be a Pokemon player. Seriously, I pretty much agree with Thatch that all of the, and on the, all of that fourth gen hubbaloo. Sinnoh and Johto, fourth gen that is, are magical places full of wonder and sunshine and rainbows. I love every single aspect of those games, whether it be the music, the graphics, the little quirks like the follower Pokemon slash Pokeball stickers, the trainers like most of the Sinnoh gym leaders and Cynthia, and the Pokemon themselves, just wow. Platinum especially was the pinnacle of the fourth, of fourth gen in my mind. But that's just personal preference. No, because there were only like two fire types, like before Platinum. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's all about all the time I've got for this week. So here's a fun little factoid for you. Legends speak of a giant Torterra that holds up the market value of the fourth gen games. <laughs> the random listener. It's like the turtle <laughs> with the earth on its back, but uh, Bo, grab this. Grab this last one from Babaloo. Let me find it here. Here we go. Hey there, PocoCast. It's been a real shame that the whole Thatch thing didn't work out. But after how successful Professor Snag's episode of being the new host was, I completely agree with the new direction the podcast is going in. Did he not realize I was coming back this week? And since there is no more Thatch, I have no fear in saying that my favorite part of 4th Gen was the new evolutions that we think that they are just chubbier versions of their previous evolution. They, they mostly you are. You remember one thing. Chubby Pokemon need love to. Well, actually, some of them got fit, actually. <laughs> some, so, okay, like... Take a like, fire. Electa, he didn't get fit. He got buff. He, he's he got like a ripped. he's a fluffy Electabuzz. He got yeah, but, it's not like, smacked. but he's not chubby though. He I think he's I think he's cool. He got big. Gosh dang it, Bo. He got rough, bro. 
Uh, but look at like yeah, Rhyperior. You somehow made Rhydon fatter, and then like okay, that was bound to happen. Lickitung to Licky Licky, bound to happen. Tangrowth to or Tangela to Tangrowth, literally bound. Toga Togatik to Togakiss. Uh, 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 oh yeah, what about Sneasel to Weavile? That one, oh, that one's yeah. fine. That like that and Yan Mega. These are Burn. these are two Burn. two very uh very Burn. like. Um, oh, Gliscor is like in the one. middle. Uh, well, he just grew up. Yeah, he grew up. I, I think Gliscor is fine. Um, but you look at, uh, what else is there? What else got evolutions? Magmordar. Magmordar. Tell me that that atrocity yeah. is, okay, is, give you that, one. <laughs> that, that was like, man, how could we ruin Magmar? We just did it. And then <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. I saw <laughs> What about Mammoth Swine? Mammoth Swine's a chubbier pile of swine. No, it's not. Well, to be fair, it's based on like a woolly mammoth, and those are yeah. already big. They're if already compare, pretty. If you compare body sizes, pile of swine is chubby for its body size, but mammoth swine is like pretty fuck uh, freaking beefed. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be a mammoth, though. Sorry about that. Hey, wait, uh, beef. Uh, I thought it was going to be pork. <laughs> All right. All right. Keep going. I mean, I'm not. That being said, like Electivire is still one of my favorite Pokemon. So, like, a couple of EVs in there. yeah, uh, yeah. No, Gen Four is fantastic, uh, but they're not all fat. I mean, yes, a good chunk of them just got fat. Yes, <laughs> Tan right. Growth is just a fat Tangela. That's all it is. Yeah, but he's more mature. I guess. Okay, go on. Just go on before it gets worse. What are we talking about again? The email that you were reading. Oh, I'm sorry. I set From my Babylon. phone down during that conversation. And, uh, <laughs> we got so intense about chubby Pokemon. You'd love to. These evolutions took some of my favorite Pokemon and improved them to the point that they were actually viable. And that makes me so happy. That's the point we should talk about. That. I agree with that. I agree with that. Tangrowth, Tangrowth is still like Tangrowth is viable right now. Oh yeah, and Tangrowth is OU. Listen to this. What? Mm-hmm. I love going into battle with my Weavile or Electivire and knowing that I have nothing to fear. Also, the whole physical slash special split was a big step forward for the franchise and made things a lot simpler. Kind well, of. It was simpler before this physical special split. It made things make sense. It, so yeah, it, it, did, it definitely made things make sense. I agree. Because before, things didn't make sense. Ice like Punch was a special the, move. It was a special for, attack move. Be, be, and before the physical special split, no, uh, nothing made sense. Like Thunder Punch was a special attack. Uh, Beam and Razor Leaf were the same. Yes. <laughs> Well, actually, to be fair, Razor Leaf, you're not you're not actually touching the person. Okay, uh, Earthquake and Bone Club were the same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, well, I should get out of here. Thanks for awesome for the awesome podcast and always. Hashtag Pukleton Babaloo. P.S. Hashtag Roast Thatch. <laughs> All right, we're that's it for the mailbag this week, guys. Um, so green Taurus badge before I forget because I I'm really bad at remembering. 
Um, I believe Ben, Ben, and and H three N Z hens. Uh, do not do not have it. If I'm correct. Well, Hens mentioned he didn't have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I should just promote that and be like, he, he like bolded. I mean, if they mention it, uh, yeah. I do it, I do it for bookkeeping Didn't we tell purposes. Them that? Not the yeah. They don't have it? No, I say mention it so that I know who doesn't have it. Yeah, I encourage, I encourage them to mention that they don't have it. Oh, he does have it highlighted, whereas... He has it highlighted. Like, that... Our criteria is changing a lot. Uh, ben, I'd say... Sorry, Ben. I like you, buddy. You had a good email, but... Uh, hens, it's all you. Submit at fuckwithpodcast.com. For ben, the three email next badge. week and put it in your notes. Hashtag <laughs> it. Hashtag it. Hashtag fuckwithpod. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> That is yeah, it for the show, though. If you want to email us next week, you can do so by emailing us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and telling us whether or not you would be excited for a Pokemon Stars and what you'd like to see in it. Uh, we're interested to find out. Uh, once again, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, you can follow us on all the social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, uh, Tumblr. All of those links are at pucklepodcast.com and in the show notes down below. Uh, be sure to catch Jushiro and I streaming um, Mondays and Thursdays of every week. Uh, right now is our current schedule, plus there will probably be some, like, bonus streams in there on, like, Saturdays and stuff. Who's so, Mondays and who's Thursdays? Uh, Jushiro is Monday and I am Thursdays currently. Uh, so, so uh, check that out. That is Pucklepo- uh, twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And then, uh, let's see, anything else um, that I usually say? Review us on iTunes if you haven't already. It really helps us out. And if you would like to donate to Puckle, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash buckle podcast you get a lot of cool extra stuff you can go to our discord server and be in a an exclusive room if you're a patron um it's i just became a patron an hour ago yeah um and it's also the only only uh room on discord that i currently keep notifications on for so uh you'll you'll be able to get a hold of me very easily through that and so yeah, be sure to uh, check out the Discord server as well. I forget to mention that because I, I I have just really taken akin to that and really loved it. So uh, check out the Discord server. It is a blast. It is a lot of fun. So uh, there's a link to the invite down below in the description as well as on the website. And if you go to the chat on the website as well, the chat page, there's an invite link there as well. So I, I did all the things. Um, so yeah. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening to the show, and I hope to see you next week. So, I am your host, Trainer Thatch. I'm Bosephus. I'm Mr. Maximus. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.